What's up, Podcast America? Welcome to episode 45 of the Enlightened Neanderthals podcast. Do it, Mike. Yeah. And before I forget all my own shit, let's talk about Training Northwest, which you can find at trainingnorthwestllc.com. Our full range calendar is up on the website right now, and I have now added the first aid and ham radio class with our friend Brent, who was on episode 43, I think, maybe 42. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, if you want to support a local Snohomish County business, come on out and see us. We are also a dealer of Vortex Optics, whether you are nationwide or local. And again, want to support a veteran-owned small business, you can order your Vortex Optic through Training Northwest. And if you are local, you can come out and zero it on my range. That sounds great. It, it is. It's, that, it's it, some of the funnest afternoons because I've, I've had a bunch of these over the last couple of uh, months. And it's a very low stress, like nice folks come out. They need a little little assistance, which I enjoy doing. Yeah. And get them uh, that, that small little boost of confidence to get them going down the path. Yes. And I, I that that has been my favorite part thus far. Isn't it crazy? As a Vortex optic dealer <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, you can give out a little bit of warrior spirit yeah. and help craft someone into a better version of who they are. And that's what we're doing, Mike. <laughs> I lo- that's very commendable. What, what's, <laughs> what, what is cool, though, to be 100% honest, is there's not many places you can go and get instruction. I, I mean, there probably you, is. You can't that, go to Cabela's by an optic and then go zero it on the range. That, that's the guy in the parking lot sure. told me he knew everything about <laughs> shooting. What are you, you talking you about? You guys never had a Cabela's pop? <laughs> yeah. yeah Cabela's pop. Never done that? Yeah. <laughs> Took a shot at one of those elements. One of those high bay lights? Uh-huh. I did it in the boat warehouse or the boat showroom. <laughs> boat pop. Yeah. 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 Do it over by the big fish tank. They brought out a lot of those cones, you know, like, <laughs> don't walk here. It got, it got serious. It got weird. Fast. Yeah. Do that. Do that. <laughs> oh goddamn! All right, Marvel Universe of Electric North podcasts. Christy Campbell, Coffee Talk, Coffee Talk, Greg Anderson, Endless Endeavor, Endless Endeavor, Will Notel, Patriotic, Patriotic Islander. Islander, Danny Leyland, White Belt Mafia, yeah, Tyler, Stan- Tyler Stanaway, Compassionate Viking, Stones and Bones in the Flesh, yeah. I think that's all of it. That might be. What's in the next one that pops off, you think? It's going to be Brett and Kyle domestic partnership. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just say DP for short? (laughs) I love this, guys. I'm sorry, gentlemen. You're a key asset to the team. Don't stop. DP all the way. Sons of bitches. Holy shit. He did it. All right. What are we talking about today, Mike? We came in to discuss uh, (laughs) (laughs) Knights of the Round Table. Uh, I'm going to cue this over to Jordan. I think he can take this. Jordan, what do we talk about today? That was all bird law. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, uh, I think the the Dark Ages, and uh, we wanted to talk about the the medieval renaissance <laughs> yeah parallels of but the dark the, ages uh, and to, today. to today but uh things went down the rabbit hole of the neanderthals and we talked about all kinds of random shit uh, yes. that is our uh our style so enjoy it was a fun one and yeah we'll see you on take your riddle and buckle your chin straps 46 <laughs> mike you're gonna carry this one right 
Wait, I thought not homeless. Uh, I thought you wanted to talk about medieval. I do times. I uh, I'll help. I was a I'll big fan of knights when I was a kid. So. <laughs> and right what, away, what, what were we just talking about? And we're off. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the parallels between the medieval ages, where uh, religion largely crushed any sort of like scientific or spiritual innovation um, through sort of dogmatic culture and how since COVID we're, we're sort of approaching a little bit of that ourselves where, you know, quote unquote science is the new religion. And if you question it, then you're labeled they, xenophobic or racist, or they just start throwing yeah. words at you that make no sense, but it doesn't really matter because so many people buy in on this sort of slandering in the public sphere of social media and whatnot. Well, it's not a scolding of science. It's a scolding of credibility of truth, right? It's like the science is all out there and people argue about it, but it's like who it's coming from. Like who's a true, who's a true speaker of truth. Like, so with COVID you had, WHO, NIH, groups like that, and they would set standards, right? And so something I thought that was interesting about COVID is if you look at how they treated it for people that really, when COVID started rolling through the United States, people that got hit hard, what was the protocol, right? Like, what did they tell doctors to do? And a lot of it would be if you had symptoms and stuff like that, they would tell you to go home and take Tylenol and wait till your oxygen dip below a certain level. Right. And then, so people started dying pretty fast with that kind of like, that was the guidelines and they really forced it on the hospitals and doctors that were like, wait, this is, doesn't seem right. I'm going to start prescribing something. I'm going to actually practice medicine, which is supposed to be as a doctor, what I do for my patient. It's more important that I act upon the patient's behalf than a organization's behalf or guidelines. Well, I'm, hang on. So that that's the ideal. However, what we saw from COVID is that the doctors were all too willing to just sort of uh, follow whatever protocols were being dictated to them, even if they had questions. But about some it. were, and some weren't. Very few weren't. And but very few weren't. There, there and were even enough the ones, of like, them. I know doctors who were questioning these protocols and still administering them. Yes. Well, that's like safety they, they of job. Knew, they knew that putting someone on a vent and remdesivir was destructive. Yes. And blowing they, out lungs. And privately, they knew it, but they continued, like, they know. They, they, followed, they followed protocol because but, that's what they were told to do. And I think, so, At a, we're getting into, like, the specifics. I want to go more from a broad philosophical level. I think that what we're talking about there is the same as, again, they, they call the medieval period the Dark Ages because of just sort of the squalor that humanity fell into under these really strict dogmatic principles. And it kind of feels like we're heading back there. You know, we said on one of our later or more recent episodes that innovation has been really crushed mm. in the United States and really worldwide. There hasn't been a lot of innovation since the atomic bomb, really. Other than electronic gas, uh, you know what? Hang on, innovation. Maybe, I might tech. be shooting my own self. In yeah, the foot I right. would say there's been a lot of innovation on yes. the digital technology side. Digital and like electronics. Yes, all yeah. yeah. But the internet. Now that said, unless you're a company with a shitload of money to pay all the different fees and licenses and you know this, that, and the other, 
it is still very difficult for someone who just wants to go tinker in their garage and make a living out of pushing the envelope a little bit. Like you just can't do that anymore. So new invention and innovation, I think has been stifled. And when we go down this rabbit hole of political correctness, um, where no one questions the narrative because that's the way it, like it's it's like groupthink, right? Yeah. Groupthink, and if you question the groupthink, then you're immediately labeled a heretic and outcast. Yeah, and that that is exactly what led into the Dark Ages. Yeah, and perpetuated it until the Renaissance. Yes, well, that goes back to stifling and who's saying who's right. It's an authoritarian telling yes. someone either a group of authoritarians or a single authoritarian broadcasting their ideas on the group right and it's always holding people back whether it's world war ii uh the jews are less than or with the japanese other island countries are less than us and the americans are soft and weak but it's always one group saying the other this is what you're supposed to do for us yeah this sort of dark time always comes from authoritarianism right so europe was in feudal rule during the dark ages and then emerged from it with the renaissance and remember before the the dark ages you have rome yeah that was like the shining example of modern civilization following the greeks 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 were better than romans i think and then the catholic church came and with the Catholic Church eventually came the medieval period and the Dark Ages because it was the Catholic Church that became authoritarian. Why but, do you say the Greeks were better than Romans? Uh, they seemed more utopian, and I think they, they figured they out more. They wrestled naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd they, like that. They wrestled naked. <laughs> oh, there you go. Huh? Sparta, right? That's Jack Greek time. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's business idea, Greek <laughs> wrestling gym. Yeah. No, I've been saying butt this. naked. Do you remember a long time ago you said uh, – like if you had a company, you'd make someone wrestle you before they got hired, yeah. oh, so you could like see a, their personality. Like a, like a HR screening. Yeah, yeah. How would that oh, that's all I can imagine. It's that like, would be great. do you like Greek people? Yeah. <laughs> do you like Greek philosophy? Yeah. Do you like democracy? You like Greek, <laughs> Greek statues, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> Grab that oil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just walk in and it smells like olive oil. You're hired. <laughs> We're not, we're not going to lunch. <laughs> Get ready. We just had dessert. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh why, yeah, that's why I think the Greeks were better. I think they were the ones somehow to have All a... I got out of that was oil wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're back. I got... I think they thrust more... I did thrust. They, uh, uh, they pushed more <laughs> wait a minute look what you did to me yeah am i oil hi- oil I'm a, dude you're hired look what it did to me uh fuck. turn them and burn them no i think uh greek philosophy democracy their ideas were a little they were the original founders i think they rome was more of a copy of that society and civilization but the authentic ones were the greeks and i think the greeks put a lot of effort into navigating like traveling outside probably and, why their footwear was so but i think yeah that's yeah. the sandal yeah the Birkenstocks. Sweet sandals. Yeah. But I think they tried to procure more information and ideas and technologies and take it back. Whereas Rome did that same thing, but through warfaring. Yeah, they were they were the United States post-World yeah. War II, oh, where right. the Greeks before were kind of more the, the settlers of 1776. Yeah. 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 Mike, that's, that's brilliant. 
That yes. That's I think why you're here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I have oh, good ideas every shit. once in a while. But that's why I think the Greeks are better. Checks out. And that movie, uh, was it 300? <laughs> two out of two fellow podcasters agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's our next shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, what were we saying? Why did I talk about the Greeks? <laughs> I don't know. Authoritarianism. Oh, but there's always been like someone. So like in Roman time, the ruler seems more like a king where in Greek times, I can't definitively think I know more philosophers of Greek history than I do actual leaders, except King Leonidas. Uh, <laughs> but uh, He's got a great front kick. yeah, great front kick. Good deep. Uh, but even before that, it's like, well, then you start to go way back into Sumerian and like prehist. Well, yeah. our earliest written history, yeah. but that's yeah. always still ruled by a group or Egypt. You know, yeah. you have your pharaoh. But I, so the Egyptian culture became very advanced, and they did not. And they were paired they, kind of with the Greeks, though. Yeah, and they were a like a monarchy, basically. Yes, but they did not run it in an authoritarian manner. I don't know enough about yeah. Egyptian history. No. I saw right. Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as far as yeah. my knowledge. I watched an episode of Ancient Aliens one time. <laughs> yeah. It's about where I all oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, it's a battery. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Baghdad battery. Yeah. Uh how'd we get on Egypt? Uh but like Through. so their rule. How cause all of this is about because I, I think this is good because I always say I think about what's the best way to be ruled. Like we need structure. Mm -hmm. There needs to be, I like that. If your house catches on fire, firefighter comes. I like if there's a crazy person, there's a group of cops, you know, that go and they take care of certain things. I like that certain things are provided, but it's like, but what's the best way to be ruled? Well, there's, I think there's we, a, a trade off in freedom that for security, for securities that's, yeah. that's being proposed constantly. And that's, that's what I don't like. It's an overreach an, an of overreach of and and where's the button where's the hard line yeah. for me that is a really um impactful thing direct impactful thing that you know i deal with on a daily basis is just that thought of like okay can i carry a gun should i have a gun can't can i am i allowed to am i going to get in trouble um you know, and then with with trying to start any kind of business like watching tobin have to jump through his hoops um Greg and his parking Greg, lot fees. Greg in the parking lot. Jesus. Like, I mean, just all that, it just starts to go, okay, well, why, why are we doing this? And to, to see all that and then. Well, I think we all need to revert ruling, back to a little bit of a early America attitude. Settler. So the way, the way this country was initially conceived and founded, I think was a good system because it required citizens to have skin in the game. We didn't have career politicians who spent their whole life, you know, in Congress or whatever. The idea was you would have statesmen who were farmers or black blacksmiths, whatever, everyday people who would go do their eight years at like state government or whatever, and then they would go back to their business. Yeah. And even things like law enforcement, think about only up until the last probably 110 years out West, did you have professional law enforcement? A town might have a single marshal. Yeah. And then if an egregious crime came came or like egregious crime was committed sending the feds well you know you'd get a posse you would oh, literally well, yeah, round up the men of the town deputize them into a posse go find the motherfucker and hang him and then everybody go back to their life yeah 
And so everybody had skin in the game. And even so that like that even ties into what Jordan was saying about, you know, he's worried about, oh, can I wear my gun in there with my concealed carry license? And my answer to that is we all kind of need to go back to like, I carry yeah. my gun wherever the fuck I want because I have good morals and I I have this attitude that if I see a crime being committed because I know that I have the ability to get involved with and make a difference, I will. Yeah. But I'm taking, I also take very seriously the responsibility. Like if I'm going, I, and this is not me just plugging my company and the, the classes I teach that I, I take very seriously the decision to carry a gun on a daily basis, because if I don't maintain a certain level of proficiency, I'm actually more dangerous to the general public. I'm not an asset to the community. I become a liability. Yeah. So in order to keep myself on the plane of asset to the community, I have to continually do my work, do now, my, do my, do my sustainment training. And the same goes for, do you think that's a, a um, in obviously right now it's enforced morally, right? You enforce that you have that, uh, but that's, yourself. that's, that's the trade-off for freedom Well, is well, independent that's, that's, responsibility. Like each person has to have the morality to take the responsibility onto themselves or freedom that. doesn't work. I understand that. But at the same time, at what point is it okay to take somebody's right away to protect the greater population because I, they're untrained? Yeah, no, it, it's so well, hard. What if nuclear technology, nuclear bombs was easily available and anyone could make them? Should well, the government you, step in and be like, they, hey. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but that, So it's like that a what? Kid, remember that kid who was in his garage? That's true. A plastic explosive is easy to manufacture. Whoa, we can't whoa, just go whoa. buy it. Yeah. Well, so it is restricted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, is it good that an agency is looking out for like, hey, it seems like this person's making a huge bomb. Maybe they could just be an enthusiast and they're like, hey, I'm going out to a gravel pit and I just want to watch this big thing blow Which up. Most people would be. Yeah. Um, well, what, but it's, it's that slippery slope where once you yes. give them that authority, how far do they take it? And it just gradually. But it's authority because of security. Yes. In the eyes of security, yeah. authority which is, is always which granted. Which is why the the game is fear and making people fearful because then you give up your freedom. when you yeah, yeah, yeah your you're freedom. scared. Yes. Look at COVID. Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah. that takes us back to that and like what what things were happening in that. And it doesn't time. mean because you look at the doctors that were doing what they were doing and treating people, even though they knew it was wrong, or afraid they of losing they were, their income. They were afraid of that, and they were yeah. afraid of you know losing losing their license or whatever because they didn't you know. Yeah. And that to me is like, well, where's where is the protection of us from that mess up? Yeah. There was obviously people lose their lives from that. Yeah. Where's where's the accountability in protecting us from that happening? Yeah. Right. But that's never that's not going to happen because that would be the government that made a mistake. Yeah. So there, there's nobody well, to enforce and hold those people accountable. I think what they're trying to do is remove skepticism. I think skepticism is key because they're it's trying like, to crush skepticism and yeah, smother it. But like even during COVID, I was fearful. Everyone should have been fearful. I saw what happened with SARS COVID one, the original, you know, and were, we were, were you actually concerned of dying from COVID. 
not dying because I saw the stats from Italy and it's like, oh, this is wrecking older people, but it's like, this is something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, there were like a couple co- weeks at SARS, the beginning. SARS COVID 1 was happening. What came out very aggressive. And somehow, like the, the immune system nature seemed to work out during the first one and it kind of squashed itself. Yeah. It mutated, transmission wasn't as high, and it kind of let itself off. But then it's like, okay, here's a new one. And it's like, I know about China. I, if you know about tech and you know about Paul, like I think we all also I think everybody who was capable of critical thinking also went. Yeah, this came from a weapons lab. Yeah, which well, means, yeah, you which should means be. There's a high probability that it was developed to kill. So they told us a narrative about where it's its origin, right? It's another wet market thing, and then it's like, well, now it's also with the a pangolin is in here, and you're the like, bat fucked a pangolin. And yeah, and you're bath. like, wait, and then also the bat that's supposed to be at that market it migrates, and it was a couple thousand out of it like miles away from its migratory pattern. So you wouldn't normally find. So it's like, wait, there's kind of holes in the story. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to look at things from all angles, even narratives, like things I think are right in the way I do diet. I'm constantly trying to be like, well, maybe, maybe, this isn't the best way. Maybe you mean, hang on. You mean I was just yeah. gonna say. You mean Mike's hard lemonade and chewing tobacco is not the way to build an athlete's body? <laughs> hey, give. I got to give for vices, right? Everything else gets cleaned up when certain things get introduced. Yeah. But it's like you should be skeptical, and I think they there was a huge push for. Hey, this is the narrative. That and this is what's waking everyone up is when one group says this is the only way. And then you get like, what was that doctor that Rogan offered to have RFK uh, debate? debate? He won't do it. Right. And so we're seeing debates not happening or like the, 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 like, I don't know, the Trump Biden debate was weird. But if you've been kind of into culture, you see that debates are being stopped in colleges quite a bit where you're getting language that offends and hurts people. And just so having a person come and speak to people, young people with new ideas and have idea sex, which is the most important thing is to exchange and share values and And the the principle of the university is one of the the principle of the university is one that elevated our culture to where it is now because well, it was the place where all ideas are welcome, nothing is too radical, and nobody is – someone may argue with you, but it will be done respectfully, and you won't be shunned for bringing that idea, which, again, goes back to we don't we have, have innovation here. anymore, not just of technology. We don't have innovation of ideas anymore Thought. because it's being stifled by groupthink. Well, what do you guys think about getting rid of all state colleges? No, they need to go. It's it's a just, just, it's not even it's not just state colleges it's a lot of the private ones well, too. Like, of course it is. Like we we went on that trip. But you're right. We should not be funding these state federal funding should immediately become, leave colleges. If yes. federal funding and leaves funding. and state funding, yes. But as soon as federal funding leaves, tuition instantly drops because there's not as much money for the system to just keep feeding itself. Yep. Money in government should be pulled out of colleges. It should be private institutions. And for the love of God, people stop taking out student loans. Do you remember like your parents' stories of how my dad would be like, yeah, I rented like a broom closet for a couple hundred bucks a month and then I would eat ramen and sardines. And that's how I got through college. And now it's like, oh, I took out a bunch of loans and bought a car and bought $4 mochas every morning. That's not how you go to college. You go to college living in a broom closet and eating fucking Panda ramen. Express. (laughs) Or wrestle. Yeah. Play sports. Yeah. Get 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 motivation and learn building. that's the thing, but like you, any 
what what is ultimately college doing for you? I I, I heard a at this point it's just radicalizing it, people, it was probably, indoctrinating yeah. them. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think it's supposed to refine. It it's is, supposed to give direction and refine. It's, you're, you're, and it's, you are putting money on yourself. You're putting, you are taking a loan to enrich yourself, and that is why that will never go away. You you yeah. you, you can you can but repossess a car. You can kick somebody out of their yeah. house. Yeah, you, but can't, you can't take, take away. away somebody's knowledge, right? Yeah. So the thought I think is to keep people um, not allowing that knowledge. That once you have it, to it's just yours, be free. Right? So guess what? We're gonna we're gonna keep that. And if you if you bank, go bankrupt, you still owe that, right? So there's there's always that. But the thought is you are investing in yourself. Uh, but if you were to go to a bank and say, "I'd like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars," I'm seventeen <laughs> and I'm investing start a business, in myself. Yeah, and I'm investing in myself, and I I'm gonna you know, start this business, what fucking bank would be like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to, no. I'm going to figure it out in the next two years, what I'm, what the business is. And then I'll that's really right. I, I haven't decided down. what the business is yet, but, but I will tell you within something. two years. Yeah. See, but and that's in four years. I'll pay you back. Yeah. But that, or start to pay you back. Yeah. I think the college makes more sense. Like the bank thing, most businesses fail within the first couple of years. So giving Most someone college kids fail within the first couple of yeah. years. Yes. But how if you graduate college, you're more likely to make higher income. Bullshit. Uh, I'm not sure. I believe that. And, and to, in 2019, I'd believe you. Yeah. And let's that, That's uh, what colleges are supposed to be. Yes. yes yeah. But they're not. Yeah, but they're they're not. people getting fucking art global history arts degrees. degrees yeah. That yeah. Are yes. Fucking, you know, but that's oversaturating the market. And here's the thing is if you went into a liberal field of study, at least you were getting what Jordan called that investment in yourself because you were going to do some mental weightlifting where people were going to push back against your ideas. You were going to have to go home, rethink a stronger argument, yeah. come back. You know what I mean? So you were developing a very well mental thought jousting. out. Exactly. Exactly. And that was yeah. the benefit. But now that's not happening. Yes. They're, they're, they are just taught to regurgitate whatever they're being told. But I have to still think we're still getting doctors and engineers. Engineers. But how, hang on, but we just saw through COVID as we were talking about that those doctors are not capable of critical thinking. Those so. doctors are capable of absorbing the information given to them. Then they're patted on the back, given affirmations, told they're the smartest person in the room and they need to go tell these people what's right for them. And by God, don't uh, prescribe ivermectin because that's very cheap. And we yeah. can't, even though it's well, on, we make money. and we're going to call it horse medicine because even though it's on the World Health Organization's list of like most essential medicines for human beings, but and we, then we'll, we will sort of demonize anyone who doesn't go with our more expensive option that allows us to subsidize with insurance and just run this whole fucking scam. See, but that's the beauty of COVID. COVID showed us like the system itself and how many people were indoctrinated. Yep. The fact that we had like just, a Pierre Corey doctors are well no, or Peter McCullough, it, yeah. you know, we live in this time. Didn't Pierre Corey start the COVID but first responders all, all on Facebook doctors, before they got shut down by Facebook because they were saving who questioned it. Like Robert yes. Malone and Peter McCullough, they're all also older. I don't know that we have any younger generation guys who are speaking out because I think, those guys went through the system when yeah. thinking was still uh, promoted. Yeah. And now we have the younger generation of indoctrinees yeah. who are not questioning anything. Uh, it's not fair of me to say this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> you, uh, you go, Jordan. Uh, Send it. Yeah. Well, there was, there was, uh, I was at whatever university, a private university, a Jesuit university. 
And there <laughs> is, they said 30% or, you know, 33% is, you know, not with a church. 33% are with a different uh, religion and the other 33% are. Oh, uh, rhymes with, rhymes with Bonzaga. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Oh. So there you go. And when, when that was happening, you walked around this campus and you go, what is it with all the pride flags and how do you guys justify that being a religious based college, a faith based college? How do you like reconcile that? And they were like, well, you know, we accept everybody. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. So you're in, I think a true church should love everyone. Money. Yeah. You're here for making money and you're doing, what yeah, you're doing. yeah. Um, but I forgot where I was going with this. Anyway, the, the, the fact, the fact, <laughs> just the want to talk was, about those fucking flags, <laughs> those dude. Fucking flags, and it pisses me off. Um, no, but a uh, bunch of homos running around our religious a, school a, is where he's going. Well, Jesuit pedophile. <laughs> All I could think of was that from um, Tyler. These, uh, these Jesuit Wasn't that Copernicus or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I giggled so hard when you said Jesuit. Uh, the uh, I'm walking through the halls and I overhear something and it look in and it's like uh, conspiracy theories and the social something. That was one of the classes? One of the classes. That'd be awesome to and, sit in. But, oh yeah. But I, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of just walking through and I'm catching some black here. Um, but they're flop down in the front row and say, Hey, I'm here to argue. Yeah. I got some stuff to say and they'd be like, you're <laughs> retarded. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what you think next question <laughs> <laughs> and uh anyway they, but they were talking about how like all conspiracy theories are just bullshit and they're not based on anything and you can't believe them and they're like basically that to the grooming thing like you just listen to what we're saying yeah. all of that is nonsensical don't think past it don't even even allow that to get into your mind yeah. So that's the kind of thing that it's not like it's creating a shell around your brain as opposed to strengthening your brain to filter the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, don't even let these ideas come into your brain because we have we have just raised you guys to accept what's taught. Yeah. yeah. So when you're taught something other than this, it's going to stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's That's what it feels like. Yeah, it if, feels like if they're anybody scared says, to have actual debate because of that and i think you look at like how kids from a uh, early age it's all the the testing is just regurgitate regurgitate regur yes you know? yeah. and at some point you just go anybody telling me something i read it and i go okay great that's what this is yeah and if you start getting people that have wild conspiracy theories that turn out to be true Heresy. telling you you can't do that or that's not right or you know think about this it seems like they're so scared of that yeah. because yeah. the programmed kids have been programmed and they to start, accept what's taught. They start yelling conspiracy theorist, which is the same as in the middle ages. They would yell heresy, heresy, and it, fucking yeah. heresy, dude, fucking heretics who don't believe in the teachings of the Catholic church. Yeah, dude, we're going to put an A and on if your you, shirt. If you don't you agree with dogma, you're a heretic yeah, and we're going to fucking hate you. Have you, so I think it used to be politics drove culture. And then I think at a certain point it shifted and it's gotten even faster where culture moves politics. 
And I think where colleges started to shift was remember when colleges were like, hey, we know you all like to drink and hook up. But now if you drink and hook up, a girl can say she was under the influence and you raped her. She didn't have proper like uh, wherewithal to think about what was happening. She could be drunk and you could be drunk, but you're still in trouble now because she's a victim. Right. They started doing this victim thing around kids partying and that if you ever slept with a girl that was drunk, you're taking advantage of her. And I think they 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 got a lot of people under that influence, like to start to believe that. But to me, it's like, well, then we're saying like women are stupid, aren't we? Like men can be drunk and they can still make rational decisions. I want to do this. Whereas a woman is like, I drink. See that cop horse over there? I'm going to fight it. (laughs) Yeah. But saying that's a policy where if a guy does something and he's drunk, it's still his actions. But if a girl does something and she's drunk, it's not her actions. And now it's your fault. It's rape. Right? So you're taking away a woman's... I should not have been handcuffed for punching that horse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bullshit. I was under the influence. I... But I think they started to, that's a way to attack. Like you want to start taking over males. It's like, well, a girl can't be drunk now. This thing you all want to do, drink and hook up. And then there's all these women claim. I mean, it was a huge thing. Colleges with women claiming rape. Duke Duke University out of the the scenario. Oh, you don't remember the lacrosse team, right? That girl. yeah, Yeah. 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 Sorry, Duke. Sorry. I I was checking out there. I was kind of spaced out for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, college over. rape is a huge uh, subject I'm up on, apparently. <laughs> my Kozak spends a lot of time thinking about this. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I realized on uh, Greg's podcast that uh, my my F-bombs and mm. my stories uh, are greatly affected by alcohol. So <laughs> Fucking there's, a. A correlation. <laughs> yeah. there's a correlation there to uh, you know throwing my inhibitions to the wind. <laughs> You know, and maybe, Who, maybe drunk, Jordan sure is drunk right now. Yeah, maybe there is some sort of, uh, I don't know, repercussions Greg could feel because of my him taking advantage and recording me. Yeah, I've never uh, heard Greg <laughs> say fuck. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. you really ruined the show. Oh, my God. I felt so self-conscious listening to that. I was like, oh, man. It's I thought you were F- on F- fire. Yeah, dude. I, I, I thought F- Jordan F- carried our Dude, yeah, you were on fire. I'll, oh, but I... I Every other you fucking and, fucking word was fucking and talking like this fucking guy and that fucking yeah. this fucking thing, dude. You made us sound fucking good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Fuck, carried the show, dude. Thing. Hey, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I did think you were on fire. That was funny. Man. I appreciate that. And but. you and Greg get each. You, Greg gets the two you, guys, The two of yeah. you guys should do a. Uh, yeah. Do a. Two, yeah. Yeah. You need to be yeah. on his podcast. Cause he gets you riled up and then you rile him up. Cause you got stories. He's yeah. like, tell me more. <laughs> like oh, yeah. you're beating your death. Uh, the endless with- Neanderthal. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> We're going to fuck these guys up. Uh, it's dude. different though. It's like, it's like two male chimps getting starting to pound on their chests and getting yeah. ready to go battle. <laughs> oh dude. It's yeah. different though. Not that it's bad, but it's just, it's a different dynamic. I mean, going to dinner with my parents and going to dinner with you guys is going to be something I completely still, different. I would love to go. Did you take your parents to the spar tree? 
<laughs> they took me there once when I was a really? kid to see Eddie's Spaghetti and the Meatballs. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was there before any of you fuckers. <laughs> it lives in my blood, dude. Oh, oh, oh my god. Tree. That's why you were so comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm that's, home. That's, he was like, I want to try the cheeseburger there. I said, like, I'm not eating anything out of that kitchen. But Mike was determined. Bro, you put on an eating... Perf- I've seen a couple performances out of you now yeah. at the Spartry and at, uh, at the Mexican restaurant. Dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Little buddy can... I had to throw in the. <laughs> I, had, I had to it. throw in the white <laughs> towel, and Mike is like, "No, no, I'm finishing. <laughs> We're going." <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, boys! So fun. I love the Spartan. It's back to Bud Light, huh? Oh shit! You just couldn't hold. Uh, They're the only one that have that good uh, Chilada one. It is. I wanted true. one. It's, it's unfortunate and it's true, but. Are we back to Chilada? We're going to have to have a Chilada episode again. Dude, yeah, we're having... Oh, the one-year one anniversary. Year, yeah, yeah. 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 Episode 52. Roots. Dylan Mulvaney's coming on. He's <laughs> making us fucking Chiladas. So, yeah. Hey, boys. <laughs> what episode is this? 45? Cold 45. Yeah, I think it's oh. 45. So we're seven episodes away. We'll get some fucking Chiladas. I think... Let's put this out there. How's that uh, Instagram going with the Enlightened Neanderthals? Dick pics? Are no, you are no. you interacting the, uh, with we, the fans? No, I'm I'm, I'm no. absolutely horrible at it. <laughs> I'm absolutely horrible at it. I think I think we should do some t-shirts. And then I was thinking about that. I was like, we could do some cool stuff on there. And but there, there's not a ton of interaction. Uh, every once in a while, we get some. Nick is constantly sending me pictures, or not pictures, but uh, of his dead. Vid- no videos of just uh, people getting fucked up. And <laughs> it's like, oh damn. Uh, which Nick? Uh, gun Nick. Okay, big beard. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, let's put this out there. Does he still train here? Uh-uh. I haven't seen him in a while. Let's okay, go ahead, Mike. Let's put this out there. To hit our one year anniversary, we're gonna get one question. Let's do fan questions, right? Uh, do you think those are good shows? Or I always hate the Q and A shows on the podcast I follow. What? But these are our people. These are our little Neanderthals. Plus, we've never named our people. Little yet. Neanderthals. We're supposed to have a name that's for not them. The meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you little fuckers. <laughs> I mean, that's even better. I like little fuckers. Uh, yeah. I'm a little fucker. I'm a little fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be a good bumper sticker. I'm be- a little fucker <laughs> for our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Tell you what, if, if we get a handful of questions, we could do a Q. Let, let's, yeah, let's try it. Yeah, yeah we'll put it out happens. there. Because yeah. we have weird thoughts. I'm sure people are like, hey, you dummies, talk about this. Okay. And if you want to get your question bumped to the top of our list, send Jordan a picture of your dick. <laughs> he just loves that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna get a picture of his dick here in a second. <laughs> I'll hold him down, that, dude. This, this is Tobin flirting. <laughs> Give me that sword. I'll hold him down. <laughs> you pull his pants off. Oh, oh, snap yeah. away. Compulsory dick pic. Yeah, it, it would be it would be pretty cool. Uh, although uh, uh, Vinny did send me a picture of uh, who was it? something Harry Dick or some, some yeah. NASCAR driver. It was funny. Oh, dick um, trickle. Dick. Yeah. Trick. Yeah, that's what it was, Dick Trickle. Um, Harry Dick. <laughs> That'd be a hilarious name. Uh, uh, should we take a pee break? 34 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming on strong or, or tonight, boys. Pull us back around then, Mike. Um, we're, getting, we're getting way out in the weeds. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, back to Romans <laughs> and footwear. Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you wanted to talk about medieval people. Yeah. And I think 
like yeah and I, here's, it here's, feels here's like another we're parallel. being talk there's to another, me about wizards and witches there's another <laughs> parallel that Gandalf i see coming is that you know i said before one of our recent episodes that i worry about like a balkanization of the united states of america yeah, that wouldn't close. be that's not much different than like the feudal system in europe where you have a bunch of small sort of uh little kingdoms all over the place where everybody's sort of fighting over acreage and resources. Yeah. And I, and I could, I could, the way the country is becoming um, ideologically fractured now, I I could see a situation like that because we even joke about it. I call it the independent Republic of Granite Falls, where if things really get weird, we'll just start. We have good leadership in our little community. We'll just start our own little sovereign area but that 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 is a feudal system, or not? It's not a feudal system because we wouldn't have a king and a, or a, a one ruler. But it's it's that same sort of idea where you'd have a couple hundred acres over here, and then oh well, we we kind of know the guys down in Snohomish Valley. We're we've got like a amicable relationship. We trade a little bit of goods here and there, but we also don't trust them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Their women are bow-legged. Bunch of hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Bow-legged bitches over there. But that's why federalization of... (laughs) (laughs) We're already making our warlord plans for fucking 2025. Who's going to trust us? They're going to be the old Neanderthals. Yeah, we're we're raiding into Snohomish this weekend. (laughs) We're going to burn their boats and steal all their bitches. It would be be (laughs) fun. It would be funny if the apocalypse hit. We're like, hey... Walk up to a house. Can you help us? Like, hey, aren't you those guys from that podcast? <laughs> Get off my porch. <laughs> it's like, damn it. We did it with heart, though. It was, uh, it was for fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would. But I think the federalization of the United States is like, it's weird to see balkanization happen and it falls apart because in my head, like the United States is kind of like a bunch of different territories f- under the federal umbrella. It's like, we'll like all get along. Like a bunch of sovereign states that are united under a federation. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. But it's like. It's a good idea. But it's like, uh, but it's the thing that's weird about it though, is like, you can have differences. Like the idea of like, you want to move to a state and you're seeing that happen more like a Florida where freedom happens or a Texas or an Idaho or a Montana, you're seeing a division and and it's, it's it's good when there's different provinces and the people are split up. But once you see people starting to flock to certain areas, that's where you're like, well, that's organization. That's, distribution of resources getting ready for battle and it, and it also leads again into a dark age of innovation and uh philosophy because everybody moves into an echo chamber with other people who agree with them but ideologically you think you think and then nobody happening? nobody is engaged in mental weightlifting with all the people from like california <laughs> moving out and moving to montana yeah, you're right that's like that's true that, that's a good mixing texas yeah the, the, those people are like, I want the fuck out of this. Yeah. Uh, Taxed. But don't know. a lot of, I, I guess I don't know. I, my impression is that a lot of them continue to vote for the same stupid yes. policies and that they, got and, them into trouble in California. I mean. And they move to other like, like yeah. locusts to yes. feed on the, are they doing that? Or are now? they people Jordan's that right. are re- fuck, fuck a mixing of ideas. Let's kill these people. Yeah, but I do think you have a lot of Republicans like moving from states. Like, yes, don't bring your liberal ideas. Fleeing this state, moving to Idaho and Montana, and I actually I got into like it's one of the few times I've ever commented on something online. Someone said like, "Get out of Washington now. The state is done for." If you have any kind of values for your family, and I was like, "No," I I put it on a reply. I said, "No, I'm staying. This is my home. They can't have it." 
and everybody who is moving to conservative states to escape the, the liberal shittiness, I don't have respect for that because you're giving up on your home. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not I'm mad at someone going to a state that pays less taxes. That Okay, if, it's a, finan- taxes. if it's a financial decision, I, I agree. I mean, what but from Washington you move anywhere? We it's also a financial have, decision. Not really. I mean, because whether us, it's Hawaii Jordan or New and York. Jordan and I cannot make the kind of money we make right now in the inland. Else. Yeah, but also cost of living no, is less. No, I tried to move to Montana. Oh, contradicting myself there because I, I considered a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw I put in an offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we, get it, so fuck off. Yeah, all so fuck off. I'm Hunter. staying in Washington. Yeah. I got to eat my own shit. Uh, yeah. um, I did uh, consider an offer in Montana, and we went to look at houses, and it was the same the same cost of living there as it is here, and it was a 60% pay cut. Were you outside of Bozeman or outside uh, the... Ca- uh, Missoula. Missoula. Yeah, yeah. that's... Missoula's big city, Kalispell is expensive, but yeah. the smaller the city you go to as an electrician, the less... Less money you, you make. Yeah. Yes. But you go to places like Texas, and it's crazy, like, how cheap things are at the grocery store. But minimum wage there is, like, $6. Who knows, dude? The, uh, there's there's no right answer to any of this. It's it's We live in a fucked up time. And no, this is an amazing time. You. This is crazy to but see. No, well, Even as, as shitty as it is, it's still like, dude, I if I get an more infection. black and white because it's not black and white. No, me. but that, it's, it's supposed so, to get more complex. So yeah, complex. And like, I feel like it was like, okay, the Boston Tea Party, we're throwing all that shit. We're just making our stand. For, what, three cents or whatever the hell it was? Three percent. Three percent. Same thing. And, uh, <laughs> Talking about a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. Uh, it was just, I feel like it was less complex and it was more like we are, it was less established as well. There was yes. a lot more fringy kind of things going on. Um, well, it's more complex too because you just have to look at the reach. Like, uh, fuck, I sent you guys that link of that last Tucker, uh, the guy they had on there. God, David something. I forget. It was a good one. But just talking about how entrenched the government is with social media and listening and their own algorithms of data detecting for, you know, keywords, uh, MAGA, Trump, freedom, you know. Insurrection. Yeah. 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 But uh, um, it is more confusing because there's so much more tech. Like back in that time, it was so much easier. Like you said, it was like, hey. They're just taking our money. Yeah. They, and now well, it's they said like what they meant and they meant what they said. And there was no fuckery about it was like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We don't have room for uh, lies. You know, and maybe they were maybe they were doing, you know, what? Sorry. <laughs> what are you building a chair over Ikea table being put together. My, my mic stand was slowly drifting down to where I was like ducking and ducking and ducking and shit um, on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, it just seemed to me like, and again, like I'm looking at it from a fourth grade history level, right? Yeah. Like there was some tea and they threw it in a harbor. <laughs> um, America. But, yeah. But there's, there's a certain level of like, it felt like it was pretty straightforward for them. They yeah. knew what was going on and they all got together and it said, was hey. taxes and presents. It, it was British more than that too. There was, uh, I think they called it like the egregious acts of 1768 or 69 or whatever. And it was, it was hey, the yo. one about housing the, the soldiers from quartering, uh, a, soldier. quartering a soldier. And they hey, were, what are we quartering were, now? Illegal yeah, immigrants. immigrants. Yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah, I think right? they are soldiers. <laughs> Some of them, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good fuck. fucking point. That was a good pair. Yeah. Good job. Um, 
There were three of them. I can't remember what the other two were. It was the quartering of soldiers. I, yeah. It was yeah. all there. I know it was huge. Oh, presence, you know, I think so. one was banning weapons. That's what you do when you want to control people. Yeah. Always. I, it would be interesting to go to um, countries and, and ask those people who have recently had to give up their weapons and say, hey, what do you feel has changed? Uh, the Canadians will tell you and the Australians. Yeah, they're not. Bad happy. idea. Well, they need to start speaking up. Yes, oh, that's do. right. They can't, they can't because their media uh, has been stifled and they can't do that. Canada, especially. Yeah. No. It makes me wonder about like a Japan, though, because guns aren't legal in Japan, right? Nope. But everyone seems to. It's still. But how long ago I watched, was that a thing? Like, I don't think. Uh, yeah. gonna, I, I don't know that swords are illegal in Japan. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know what the. I don't know what the. What guns are. Either. I. And that's a one thing that really. That's a that's a game changer. A gun is a game changer. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Which is why one it's dude with an AR can defeat quite a few dudes with swords on a battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, like there's a, there's that there's But that, in a building maybe not. I don't there know. is a um Oh, the coercive acts. Essay that's Sorry, called, not egregious acts. Coercive acts. Coercive. There's an essay that's called um The Gun is Civilization and it is a short, you know, essay. And I think everybody should read it because it does like. Wait, what's it called? The I think gun is civilization or the gun is civilization. Okay. And basically, like in a nutshell, it's a gun is an equalizer in force. Oh shit! Whether you're a sorry, whether you're a ninety pound woman or a three hundred pound man. Yeah. Um, a gun is will do the same thing to somebody from either side right so when everybody has the same ability of force yeah everybody uh acts as though if as if everybody is as tough or as strong or as uh, capable as everybody else because you because they are at that point and it's important to have that um, because it, it makes it makes everybody act in kindness yeah because of that there is an ability to end the fight with a you know a fifty year old woman yeah. versus an eighteen year old boy. Well, I do think it's true, like that idea of a well armed society's a polite society, and then it's like, well, let's take that one step further. Think about like the Cold War and fall of the Berlin Wall and stuff, and it's like, well, the idea of mutually assured destruction really started to take over, where everyone's got nukes, and if everyone launches them, we're all yeah, fucked. Yeah, that's true. Right? If, if so our government let, is building nukes because the Russians are, then why should they tell citizens they can't have a firearm when they're it's doing a, the same thing? Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. a citizen-on-citizen yeah. citizen mutually assured destruction. So, that yeah, that idea of that like other foreign countries won't do this because we can do it. If mm-hmm. we have guns, they have guns. Yep. But then it gets and we're to trying a, to keep co- countries that we don't trust away from them, just like the government's trying to keep guns away from people they don't trust which is their citizens but also it seems like we're in a time and period though where someone even though there is mutually assured destruction someone still might fire off a gun maybe not one of these big players but because of how much meddling noting that our government disarms its enemies yeah, but right? when we defeated Japan after World War II, they were not allowed to have a military. The yeah. same with Germany yes, for a yes. while. So th- when the government is trying to disarm its citizens, what do they consider its citizens? 
its enemy. Well, yeah. and look at look at the the uh, what is that new act of twenty twenty four? The well, hang on, that's a great moment. I want to cut in here. I want to go back to the co- coercive acts in the American Revolution. So they were a response to the Boston Tea Party. So one was uh, the Port Act. Uh, the next was the administrative administrative act of justice, which allowed colonists accused of a crime to be shipped to Britain to be charged and and tried. Yeah. Where sounds a lot Probably like find guilty sounds like a lot Trump like trials. I was just going to say it sounds <laughs> yeah. a lot like Guantanamo Bay, where anyone labeled a terrorist, including yeah. put the put the title domestic terrorist on them, can be shipped, tried, and held, or actually shipped and held without trial. Yeah, on foreign soil. Yeah, that that should concern people. But that goes back to like nine eleven, like that big change. Yeah, like like we talk about like the God, what was in the seventies, like the CIA and all that that government freeze. I ah, fuck, that's not what it's called. But like, look at all the assassinations happen and yeah. taking over of uh, or help funding rebels and countries we didn't like the leaders the, at the moment. The crack pandemic in the inner cities was brought on by the CIA, CIA running cocaine into the United States to fund their guerrilla wars in Central America. Yeah, around Cantra. Yeah. Cantra. Eating all these. I know you're fucking, dieting right now. Fucking go for it, dude. Got you guys. Wow. But it's, so, but also, okay. So we have this mutually assured kind of destruction thing happening, but it seems like we're in a time now, especially because of like what we were just saying, like the U.S. has fucked with all these other countries. And if someone that you take over, you can disarm. Well, now they're going to listen to you. But if there's places that won't let you disarm them, like in Afghanistan, like in Iran, yeah. and you've and you like sanction a, like a them, Vietnam. but you also sanction them with money and embar- like you're causing economic strife and these places have to struggle. Well, the world already sucks. Why don't we fuck this mutually assured destruction and fire that gun to get some respect? Yeah. And that's what makes me kind of this is a great thought is what if the United States of America becomes the next Afghanistan in a sense of empires will fight and die here because they'll take on they'll take on the citizens of this like we may go through some very difficult times for a couple hundred years but this may become a place where (laughs) other aspiring world powers come and fight and and lose their battle didn't even alexander the great try and go to afghanistan and he got fucking they call it the, the graveyard of empires yeah yeah their geography allows for that, yeah. Yeah, and w- what do we have? We have two mountain ranges running north-south through this country. Actually, three. The Appalachians, the Rockies, and the Cascades. So if you live in Kansas, start digging. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have any listeners send in your, Kansas. Send your fucking. corn over yeah, to yeah. the west, but, yeah. I mean, does does Europe or any of those other countries, do they have tornadoes? Not like the Midwest. Not, nah, not, not like Kansas. Oh, could you, dude, could you imagine, a bunch of fucking... Could you imagine a tornado just ripping through and all of a sudden... A bunch of go, Chinese soldiers. Going, oh my God. I guess what? <laughs> what is this place? And then, yeah. You get sandstorms. You got some wind yeah, over here. Yeah. You guys got some fucking wind. Well, that yeah, the plains. I mean, that's if you look at settlers you know, coming westward in the United States, like people that lived in the plains that never dealt with wind. Uh, How do you think the plains, plains Indians handled that shit? Because, I mean, adapted. obviously. How? 
just, just but that's that's evolution probably you can live in more severe climates you can start i mean it's just you figure out the things around you different types of modal i think planes were more teepee structured right so you yeah, could I mean, move nomadic yeah yeah, yeah much way, more nomadic yeah, they, chasing, they probably the uh, not probably they would have known the seasons and know when it's tornado season and yeah, yeah. Head, head north and west or whatever but also, you're probably following a lot of animals. Yeah, you're chasing the herd for oh, sure. God, no. could you imagine? But the, what, wouldn't the could animal? Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. what I, if I could if I could come back, just live a life time. chasing a herd. Oh my god, that that, was, that that's like when we got back from deer hunting, or when we, we were out in the mountains hunting, and Nathan looked at me and was like, "I think this is how people are supposed to live." Right? Yeah. Imagine a life just chasing a herd. That's yeah, what you do. I've heard also that like people crossing from like the plains exploring the new America that they were very, um, they were very, very lucky because they would see like Buffalo trains that were a mile wide that would walk for like yeah. seven days. There was like on the high ends. It's it like, was it's like having million. steak delivered to your doorstep, it, it yeah. would, but it was like that fucking DoorDash. but yeah. it was like 40 million like Buffalo on the high counts in the United States. And oh, it's shit. like, you think about like in 1492, all the Spaniards land and they start bringing disease and they kill off all the Indians. And so now the biggest predator to Buffalo just all died off and so from 14 like the early 1500s and then you get like 1776 people come in and start an adventure over and they're like it's crazy how many animals are here it's like well, imagine, yeah, imagine spanish buddies killed off all the fucking uh, predators imagine coming from europe as a uh, like colonist who's you're, you're escaping serfdom right like you've never been allowed to own anything you can't you can't go hunt on the king's land and then you show up here and you ride your horse off into the woods and yeah. it's yours. pop out on the plains and holy fuck, yeah. there's more meat. You, meat would have been like a rare delicacy yeah. in Europe. Jordan's and rabbit then, house. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then here it is just wandering across the plain in like massive amounts. Yeah. That'd be wild. Absolutely. It, crazy. They were spoiled though. They, they were so lucky to land when they did. Well, I, I think yeah. so many Indians died from the Spanish. Oh, yeah. And, and so just game exploded. There, there's more and more uh, evidence down in the Amazon rainforest that there was a massive population in the Amazon, like, like large, well-built, well-developed society that when the Spanish visited, smallpox just wiped it out. Yes. And we don't, the reason we are unaware of it is the, because the rainforest grew back so quickly Isn't, and reclaimed the territory. And because it's so hostile to travel into, nobody's been out there to discover anything. But they're finding stuff with like LIDAR. LIDAR, yeah. yeah. Isn't there an idea that people made uh, the Amazon in a way? Like they planted oh, yeah, tons like a, of the uh, plants. It's like, a food forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just it's made a big ass food garden. Bunch of com yes. complementary plants that sort of support each other yeah. at the various levels of, given, of canopy. given giving humans a lot of fucking credit. Yeah. There's a lot of stories too about English guys going into the Congo and yeah. Africa. Well, sorry, and hang on. Being eaten the same way like oh. that jungle like what is it? Pygmies live it's, in the Congo and yeah. they're certain but it's like it's coordinated. Dude, it's some of Although those na nature jungle, does coordinate things. So I it's hard to people say. People live off everywhere. of that. People live everywhere. Could you imagine but it's there like So the the other thing they have in in the Amazon is this stuff called terra preta, which is I think it's like black earth or whatever, but it's yeah. very clearly engineered soil because it has it's like composting, but it has live cultures in it which like no one has that move around and huh? worms that No, it has like the actual I think it has like gut biome type bacteria mm -hmm. in it. And spitting on it. 
Yeah. But they haven't been able to figure out how to recreate it. And it's really expensive because if you build like a potting, you know, fucking plant or whatever, like little, what do you call it? Like a planter mm-hmm. and fill it with this terra preta stuff, your, your crops grow like wildfire and nobody can figure out how to replicate it. But it's out yeah, in the Amazon I've in, in massive too. in massive quantities, and like that's I why said, they think people may have built that rainforest. And so it makes me think about the Congo. The, what would happen if you just allowed Mother Nature to do her thing for a little while? Well, it wouldn't have the fish bones and all this shit mixed into it. Like it, they they said because of the composition, they can tell that it was made by people. Okay. Like it wasn't an accident where things just slowly mixed over time. Also, okay. but think uh, ten thousand years ago, what was sea level? Different parts of the Amazon, yeah, they get high flooded. to low. Yeah. Would that be seawater and yeah, pushing I'm water sure, higher I'm sure up? I've seen birds catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and did, did they live in the Amazon? And yeah. those birds can fucking fly around and drop fish <laughs> certain places. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like there's, there's, there's ways in which soil makes itself happen. So How about this? A lot of birds hanging out in their nests, fucking feeding Fishing. off the... Well, I mean, you think hang on. It. So we if got it, we got the we bird, got the the Native Americans chasing the buffalo up north, and in the Amazon we got the birds fishing. Well, the birds are fishing, right? And they're, the birds they're, are fishing. I'll tell you how this these birds soil, be fishing. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you the Jordan fucking soil uh, class 101 right now. Yeah. So what happens is <laughs> this these birds they're uh, out there. They're yeah. like, hey, this is a nice little spot. I found the the canopy is just right. I enjoy this spot. So they take that. And Warm they, all year round. They fly around, right? They eat fish and they eat berries, right? Mm-hmm. They're eating these fish and these fucking berries. And then they're like, ah, I'm not going to fly off to take a shit. I'm just going to take a shit right here. So boom, they drop their <laughs> droppings. It hits so the ground. Boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. Bada bing, bada boom. And they, they, they shit on the floor. Uh, the, some people call it uh, earth. And <laughs> then they're like, hey, I'm feeling a little tired of these berries i'm gonna go get myself a nice little fish yeah, over filet here. so they fly over they get their fish and they're like hey i got those kids back at home they won't stop fucking squawking am i right and they fly those <laughs> fish back right? all my bird people out there <laughs> am i right and they're and they're squawking and they're bird feeding and they're and they're and they're dropping the fish in the other bird's mouth the little babies and then <laughs> they drop the bones how do they get the fucking fish bones in the water or the, in the, <laughs> in the that, water. That, that's how that, that's fucking how <laughs> that's the Amazon then, in 60 it. seconds, dude. Well, I, could, I could go on all night. Yeah. Who needs to but, go to college? <laughs> <laughs> These fucking pride flags. <laughs> I go on all night. That's, that's how it's done. <laughs> anyway, back to whatever dumb shit you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all I'm saying is fucking birds can fish. Yeah, mm. they can. Yeah. <laughs> I read that book. Well, isn't there some there's some <laughs> seeds that need to go through the digestive tract of a bird? No shit. Yeah. Uh, it's like strip a layer off to, or something. To, to what what do they call that when it fertilize? Germinate it. Help germinate. Help germinate. <sighs> germinate it. Thank you. Yeah, I was like Germans, 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 Holocaust. Mine gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what some. Some things happen that way. The seed will go in the oven of the buddy. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> yeah. so what human made that bird? Is my oh. question. There's people that pay tons of money for a coffee bean that a cat eats and mm-hmm. shits out. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you never, heard, never of heard of that? No, I've never heard of oh, that. Oh, this comes from like, is it Sumatra or? Is it a civil cat, serval cats? Is yeah, it serval? It's, it's not a cat. It's something I that thought it was a cat very family. similar. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. They're, they're like a close cousin. It's called a serval. Some sort of a feline. But they shit it out. It looks, <laughs> it looks like that a, like George Bush Jr. It's a feline. It looks like a payday when they shit it out because it's all the beans are like stuck in their shit. <laughs> Grab the coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's nutty. <laughs> you know, it's considered a delicacy, whatever Jordan. Sick fuck, whatever sick fuck. Whatever sick fuck. It's like, you know hey, I got you guys do? some coffee beans. <laughs> yeah. What happened was there was a guy and he was like, I'm my fucking gonna, servile got out and ate my beans. I'm going to prank my buddy so bad. <laughs> and his buddy goes, this ain't half bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Dude. I'll drink more of it. Yeah. You got some more of that? So you tell me a cat dog pooped that out. <laughs> that is clean. Yeah. The mountains of Columbia. Uh, you can drink your own pee. <laughs> yeah. It's sterile. I've seen bear girls do it all the time. We had some of that cat shit coffee at work the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shit, dude. <laughs> no. I didn't drink any of it. Uh, so, uh, could, what, could, what, is it what does it taste like? What do you think? I don't it know. It's like, just like normal ass coffee? It smelled like normal coffee. coffee. Oh, these fucking people, they, dude. They pick it out of your... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it out of shit. What do you do for a living? I pick coffee beans out of cat shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, at um, first, I feed the cat. Yeah, there's yeah. A huge, and then I follow it around with a bucket. <laughs> no, we got it. There's a huge litter box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you got to pick sand out of it, too. Uh, I have duck hunting waders. I oh, just, there you yeah, go. just walk through it. It's <laughs> hilarious. That's weird, though. That's a rich people thing. Oh, yeah. That's like an obscure... Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what... I mean... Look at people that pay for art, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of that stuff is. But that's. Well, there, there's some art that's absolutely amazing. Yes. In my eyes. Given. Yes. There's amazing artists out that's, there. That's worth money. And then there's some art that's absolute dog shit. You don't it's talk like, about Hunter Biden like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's wild. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck is this a, is this a thing? People pay for it. People it is. It. I've heard it's a money laundering scheme yes. for oh, the rich for yes. tax write-offs, like high-end art. And now you're seeing all these people throw Campbell's soup on like the Mona Lisa, oh, uh, climate activists or Gaza activists. Um, but yeah, I've heard it's a a way the pre, for the pre-soup era. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you think there existed way more fine art before canned fooding? Canned <laughs> yeah, food happened. Fuck, dude. There, there's another parallel to entering a dark age is people are knocking down statues and defacing paintings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember 2020 when like every town that had a statue in the South, it's like fucking rip it down, dude. They're, they're like CNN live here as another statue topples. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my God, they're yeah. taking down everything. Cut their yeah. heads off. Yeah. Spray painting them. Yeah. I was wondering if the Washington. Meanwhile, Lennon stands strong there in uh, Seattle. Yeah, Fremont. Fremont. Yeah. yeah, but that's their that's their god. That's their leader. Yeah. That's their guru. It is weird. I mean, I don't know. I think about socialism all the time, and like, fuck you. The idea yeah, I of know it, you do, dude. Yeah, but I mean, this idea. What's the best way to be ruled? How do you, you know, what is what? What is the best way? With all the thinking you've done about it, what what's what do you know. come up with? What, what seems to be in your mind? Because like I said, what earlier, I know. Okay. So this is what I think the best way to live life is for it to represent nature. Because I think evolution, I say it all the time. I think it's a real factor and evolution is not pretty. You want freedom. There's going to be death because I think freedom represents reality, evolution, natural world where things happen. And I think the more 
a society can represent that, it's going to allow growth. There's going to be conflict, but conflict gets mitigated. Pressures are always going to happen. But in my same heart, I'm still like, well, I think love and compassion is a human trait. And that's where you get socialistic ideas of like people. Let's, I love you. You love me. Let's, I don't want you to be poor. I want you to have money, but giving things stifles evolution, providing food to a bunch of dying elk is not going to kill that bloodline. So now stronger elk prevail and they take over that territory or elk just don't exist there. And now sheep maybe exist there. Do you, do you think like a small level, like small scale collectivism, where again for freedom to work and you're right if it were true freedom which would mean just self-rule where every single individual was just kind of on their own yeah would would lead to like a poorer quality of life and a short lifespan so in order to maintain those freedoms i would think the best way to rule would be small-scale collectivism where you have small it's literally tribal living small scale groups of people living together and sort of working together because again everybody has skin in the game yes and when it gets too big to where now the majority do not have skin in the game that's when it gets all uh, corrupted yes so like a small scale tribe or small city functioning autonomously everybody's going to have a, a major stake in the success of that community yes and it sort of forces people to uh cohere a little bit for the, for the sake of maintaining the freedom of that group. Yes. I honestly, in my heart, think we are in a true awakening. Like something's different happening. There's been ways people have been ruled all throughout history, but we have not had people have the ability to communicate and talk and have representation. And what we're seeing like this, who's telling the truth? Before it used to be a lot easier to be like, I mean, uh, well, uh, Galileo, right? He was heresy against the state because he said, like, the earth revolves around the sun. Yeah, like the, yeah they it, locked it wasn't him in the tower other, and executed him. But it it's about truth. And because only he could say it to a few people, the truth didn't get out there until a long time. Now we have a way for truths to be disseminated instantly upon people. So I think we're in a huge changing. But I think old power... Power never wants to let go of power. And I think that's where all of this is happening. And they slowly add a little more. So it's like this well, very gradual that accumulation power, of power until the point we re- we're here and we go, holy fuck. And all that power just is taking away freedom after freedom after freedom. Right? But, I mean, are they gaining any power or anything without taking away our rights or freedoms? Or no, is every, it, it all, everything... Yeah, they're gaining power by us. controlling. Yeah, because yeah. power from comes us. from controlling. Yeah, it's people. more power. It's more and control. That's, and that's the problem, right? And people are just... They're being put and fed into being so scared that that's what happens is they're just pushing people to be more and more scared, which gives yeah. them more and more willingness to give up power. But I think also when you start, like you said, it's... Yeah. Fucking Don't mind me over here. over there on? rolling around. Roller derby over in the corner. Ecstasy's kicking in, dude. Yeah, dude, he's getting all antsy in his pantsy. Actually, can we take a quick pee break? Because I got to pee now. Yeah, We're a minute six. We're doing much better, fans. Ah. <laughs> what was she saying? So the Akashic Record is a two-dimensional information field that you can't experience with any of your five senses because your five senses are third dimension. All 
and this this also correlates with the Big Bang Theory. So all information, energy, and matter that ever is, was, or will be was once part of the singularity, right? Or you could say it was once part of God. And then there was an expanding of the Big Bang or of like the God consciousness. And with that, you can either call it the information field, which is the, the scientific term, or you can call it the Akashic record, which is the woo-woo term. Um, either way, it's a two-dimensional field encoded with holographic type information. This is, this is like holographic universe theory. And so the reason quantum physics and Schrodinger's cat works is your observation of these energy waves enact upon the holographic field, just like a light would in the third dimension observer and creates reality. So reality is created by the observer. Consciousness is what creates reality as opposed to like the Western medicine theory that consciousness is a construct of the physical brain. I have a question. I'm raising my hand. Go ahead. So (laughs) welcome Welcome to my science lesson. Yeah. What was this podcast about? (laughs) So yeah. So the medieval knights would think, uh, I live in two. So you said we only have two. What are our two dimensions? No, we live in the third dimension. Yeah. But you said, the Akashic okay. field is a what, what? What's the first dimension? What's the second? What's the third? Like height, motion. Okay, but I'm sorry. Is it time and dimension? And yeah. So it's in this like one, they don't consider Mario no because Super all Mario. points it, in the holographic. So we live theory. in 3D, like up, down, left, right, yes. inside to or what would be it, forward, back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we live in 3D field. So why why do they only exist in two dimensions? What, and they, what are the dimensions? Okay, so you have to understand. Is how it forward, a, back, no, left, it's, right, it's, or up, it's down? It's a square. Whatever, however you want to think of it, up, down, left, right, or height and width, whatever. It's a two-dimensional field, and the way a hologram works, like so, when you see, like, think like Star Wars, where yeah, R two D two projects a hologram of Princess Leia out. Yeah. The informa- In order to record a hologram, you have to bounce a laser off the object you're trying to record, and a second laser off of what they call a reference plane, like a yeah, mirror, yeah, yeah. and where yeah, the two yeah. then hit each other. They create what are called uh, uh, interference pattern because you have different waves of different magnitude and strength hitting each other. So that that think, think, think two rocks dropped into a, a still pond. You're going to have two sets Wave of concentric hits. rings, and eventually they collide. And then they that collision where they get all choppy, that's the interference pattern. And if you shine light through an interference pattern, what you get on the wall is basically a barcode, which is why barcodes are used to encode information. Skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that is that barcode is the two-dimensional representation of the three dimensions of those waves traveling across the pond. And so you can you can encode that information on a flat surface, right? A barcode yeah, is yeah. two-dimensional. An image can have and sound. And then yeah, when, you, when you shine the light through yep. that interference pattern, rather than getting the shadows of the barcode, what you end up with is a, a holographic three-dimensional hologram. Yeah. And that that's holographic universe theory. I'm probably butchering some parts of it, like not getting the science exactly right, but that's the gist of it. But then isn't it weird then? So then if consciousness is tapped into this, because if everything's kind of connected. So what if consciousness this? in this case, just like the hologram needs a light to be shown through the information yeah. field, 
consciousness then is that energy shining through the the akashic record that creates reality well you have Mm. you have a satellite dish to two dimensions if you live in a three-dimensional world then what is consciousness consciousness is being able to tap in this to, to create or to feel right so that means maybe you live in a 3d but you have the hardware to receive the signal or you think in a 2d way okay so I don't understand how the birds get the fish up in the tree. <laughs> the berries. They get sick they, of eating them, so they want they fish, it. dude. Again, I think I think you guys are forgetting egg theory. Uh, <laughs> Is that right after salamander theory? The egg came before the well, chicken? I, yeah. you, know, you, kick, you, been kick, proven. you cook a bird out of its nest. Yeah. Those birds are hardcore over there. You kick a bird out of its nest, guess what? It's skeletons laying in the dirt. Mm. You know what that look kind of looks like? A fish. A fucking fish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you hang on, everybody? Mind, mind's blown. I got a bird question. Any anything. So I'm very versed in bird law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bird law. <laughs> You're past bird theory. You're bird law. Yeah. Um, birds that eat like when we go duck hunting, a lot of people don't like ducks because they eat slugs, they'll eat meat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But certain birds only eat more grain based things. Mm-hmm. Like uh grouse, I don't think they really eat meat stuff, do they? They seed seeds and shit yeah, like that. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's why they taste really good. Mm-hmm. I I want to eat an eagle or a <laughs> hawk, but <laughs> I don't think I will appreciate the taste. I think <laughs> I it'd be think more so duck taste um, where I want grouse taste. But the other one is, uh, is it Sandhill Crane? Those yeah, the ribeye of the yeah, sky. Those things are eating fish and all that stuff, but those look. They're cool. all dark meat, though. Th- yeah. I mean, all geese are, aren't they? Yeah. We got a goose one night. I always, what's that movie? He's like a Christmas goose. Hang like, on. We went from medieval <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, dogma 2D to uh, <laughs> yeah, spirituality and metaphysics. And now we're talking about upland game birds. Sometimes you just have to think about like, I see that and I wonder what it tastes like. Mm. And I do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that is, <laughs> you ever been to the spar tree? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know. <laughs> see those, uh, see those, uh, beans right there. Now let's let that cat eat them. <laughs> oh, the serval. Uh-huh. Serval. Tastes like. Serval. I think that's what it is. You know, that's what that guy was doing. No, there's certain birds I want to eat. I really want to eat a bald eagle for some reason. But I don't think it'll taste good. Quite the patriot. (laughs) Yeah. It would taste awful. (laughs) I don't think it'd be good. Eagles are scavengers when they can't find, like, live animals. They'll also eat carrion, right? You know, I think the government, the federal government, should grant a one-time pass for Steve Rinella to like go do an episode of Meat Eater where he gets one and shows the cooking of it. I mean, that's well, half the, of the show the is preparing. Is, you, you, you could do that in any country. Like what? Yeah, what, there's so dude, he goes go to China, Russia, Russia. Yeah. Yeah, dude, where they, and he did an interview with Putin. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah. wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. but that would be cool. I wonder what it tastes like. Because the closest I ever got was that movie Almost Heroes with Chris Farley and the <laughs> late great yeah. Matthew Perry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I think we just need to take a trip to Cambodia because I feel like anything you want to eat, they can probably get that for you. Yeah. Do you think human? You ever thought about what it'd be like to eat? A I know a guy in Bangkok. <laughs> we all know a guy in Bangkok, yeah. dude. Um, sweet, sweeter than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are they are they eating grass fed beef? 
so, or uh, fish heads and rice? We used to have this property in Lopez Island. My great aunt and my great uncle had it. And they're old timers. Like uncle was in World War II in the Navy in the Pacific. Maybe that's where I got appreciation for it. But uh, they had a piece of property out in the islands. And there was a murder at the islands. Like it was old time farming. And it was a, like, I think kind of a psycho that just lived out there and murdered a bunch of people. Wow. And he burned the bodies. And everyone in the neighborhoods said, I smelt something that was so putrid. Like, I've never smelt a smell of barbecue that was hideous. And they said what they thought it was was them burning those bodies and them smelling it. I have an And I wonder if that's like a human uh, reaction not to eat people. uh, No, we we did a job at one of the hospitals here. And we were walking (laughs) out and we're like, oh, fuck, somebody in the neighborhood's barbecuing. That smells good. Oh, and no. so we turned around, the smokestack to the crematorium was just bellowing. It's like, oh, dang it. Yeah, let's go eat. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's, that's a morbid heavy. thought. That's, yeah. that's, heavy. that's fucking heavy, dude. Uh, I brought a ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, How desperate would you have to be to eat a person? I mean, there's that movie about those soccer say, plane players. Crash in the, I, in I the just, Himalaya or yeah. the Andes. that movie. I, there's a new one. There's another one. Oh. Did they eat people? Yeah. Yeah, they eat each other. Yeah. yeah. Pe- pe- they, not, they didn't like and, kill each other. Well, people who died in the. In well, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but that was one, the same one with volunteers. Uh, he's like, if I die, you guys can eat me. Like to try and make ease because he know he's looking around and he's seeing everybody's like turmoil start with, with my dough. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I want you to eat me. Yeah. Start if with I, my I dick die, so I have dignity in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't do that because you're going to choke on it. <laughs> like, Come on. Dog. Everyone's like, don't eat it. Don't eat it. <laughs> it's like giving your dog cooked bones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is the original Donner party. But it is like, I th- I mean, we all talk about like the world's falling apart. At Don- the Donner party would have been the original Donner party. Just to clarify. <laughs> Oh, you don't think people have been eaten before that? Oh, well, not not the alive crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were yeah. in the 1970s. Yeah, yeah, the the okay. soccer player. Yeah, but the, uh, um, but yeah, they're modern. <laughs> they're uh, the football Donner party. There we go. Yeah, but to eat someone, like how bad would it have to be? Pretty awful. I mean, yeah. think about it. That means there's no animals. Yeah. Yeah. That I means vegetation think. sucks, and there's no stores to raid anymore. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm down to eating people. Yeah, at least two days. Would you shoot your? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bare, bare minimum, yeah. at least two days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think that's uh, a huge basting brush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, broom handle. You um, yeah. I, the traffic lights are still working, Jordan. No. <laughs> Please stop. Uh, shit. Uh, no. Uh, I. I don't think th- I don't know that I could. Yeah, that seems like a fucked up thing. Although ha- I've heard of a guy who um, he had something and he had to get his leg amputated and went through all the rigmarole to get his leg back. And they were like, you can't have your leg. And he was like, the fuck I can't. And they were like, OK, well, here's like and he looked into it. and He was like, did all this paperwork to keep his leg. Yeah, they cut it off. Boom. Here you go. And he sat down with his buddies, and he goes, all right. Eat my life. Fuck. Do you, do you guys want to try it? Nope. 
I can, and, I'm going to one-up you. And I think he they grilled it up and they yeah. ate it. Ugh. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but it was like, it was like, here's the deal. Like, this is, this is the, if you're interested in trying it, Ugh. this yeah, is I couldn't, the yeah. only, like, guilt-free way. Is this, is this a uh, urban legend or is this, like, uh, reported in media? I think it's an urban legend. Okay. I got one better. There was a Japanese guy. You I can like look this thinking up. thinking it's real, though. Yes. Oh, this one's real. You can look this up. There's a Japanese guy. That's how all urban legends start. Dude, he even got a lawyer to sign. And, like, they writ, wrote this doctrine thing, and they signed it. They chopped off the guy. They had doctors do it, or, I don't know, someone do it. <laughs> but legally, unquote, he couldn't be doctor. charged. But they chopped off his penis, and this chef prepared it in multiple yeah. different ways. And in he Washington. ate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the guy was had to go drive all the way, or fly out to California, and they performed it. A lot of pride flags, I heard. But that's that's crazy. But isn't that freedom, though, in a weird way? It's like, we don't want... If yeah, that guy's also, 18 and a, older, but it's also it's like feeding mental illness. Yeah. Like that's that's a mentally ill thing to do. But once again, evolution, free if freedom can really occur, hey, then I'll, the worst hey, things hey, are long, going to occur. As long as he's not hurting, hurting himself, someone else. I, yeah. I, I guess he's not reproducing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or what if, or he, if he does, it's what weird. What if he's like I need to save all my sperm cuz oh They didn't chop his balls off, yeah. I don't think. No, they just took his delivery method. Yeah. You know, now he's got to have <laughs> the runway. <laughs> a, a, a fucking baster. He got short a landing. Turkey baster. He's like, come on, baby. Uh, he's like, let's stop by the <laughs> pharmacy. But that's, I mean, but that is freedom, though. You're allowing someone to do whatever they want. But like you said, at what point are you feeding mental illness? Do and but it also, it's like, well, what if you started encouraging it, like? Is part of what we're seeing kind of today also like the encouragement of certain th like uniquenesses? Like, I think the gay community is five percent. It's always been kind of five percent, but it's jumped. You know, oh, like so yeah, exponentially. Well, so trans is a mental illness. Gay, I think, gay is pretty normal. Yes, and it, trans yes. is a mental illness. Tell me more, Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was Listen, I went through an experimental period in middle school where I was duct taping my wiener back. Yeah. Here to tell I you guys. in front of the mirror and say, you had would to. Would you fuck though. me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> yeah. My name was Tobin. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I think it. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. We took a right turn on <laughs> yeah, chopping the penis off, but that uh, kind of goes back to freedom, though. Some buffalo bills. I mean. Uh, well, I, I, the thing is, it's like, Go ahead, but exactly what you're saying. Like when you start, when you start to, uh, you pull your head away from this mic, and at any point in time, this is, this is, is much yeah, better, Jordan. Better. Yeah. Um, when when you start pushing it or or tricking people into thinking that that is what they are when they're searching for whatever it is, when. But I think they're searching, like like we we're saying earlier. Yeah, but like, a child is searching for what they what they enjoy. Do I like it, coloring books or do I like it, playing soccer? But it's easier. Oh, you're a fucking girl. But it's easier with a small community because you have so much attachment to those around you. It's, Your searching is shortly lived. Everyone has to have a searching period for identity. But when you have good people around you, you find that path faster. So when you have a population well, there's, there's of three hundred and fifty million. How do you give that small community 
Like, if we had a person in this gym chopping their dick off and trying to eat it with fucking Gordon Ramsay, we'd fucking know about it pretty quick and probably try and stop it. Yeah. But when you have a culture that big and so far removed and people don't maybe have the strongest connections or a sense of purpose. That's why I always say, like, the best way to be governed, but I also say, I feel I say it a lot, it's like, how do we bring this mentality to the, the United States? Yeah. Like, how do you give purpose? How do you give fulfillment? How do you make people thrive away off handouts. of growth? But the thing is, is like, they not everybody wants that. Not everybody wants that. And some people want to do nothing, and other people well, so want I, to give them everything. So there's some people, and then they but go, that's, I want to give them everything, but I don't have the resources, so everybody needs to give But that everything. same give so everything then, is the same. I It comes from the same place of that security. I'll give up liberties for securities because I no, want you no, to be secure. They're, un they're unwilling to do it themselves. They want everybody else they to do it. They want you to be, but they're not going to do something to make you. No, they do. They make laws that make us have if, to If you don't pay your taxes, men with guns come to your house. But eventually. that's that idea of a posse, though. Like, no, if, no, I want, if your house catches on fire, I want it to be put out. So I would call a bunch of people and yes, rally. Yes, do whatever I could to help. And that's that's small community. But there's shit. a difference between but want and Guess what? How give. many houses burnt down today? Or do. Yeah. Well, How many houses burnt down in the U.S. today? And what did we do to fucking help? Not a goddamn thing, right? Yeah. Because it takes a small community to really care. Because the fact of the matter is, is like things happen on the other side of the state. Horrible, horrible tragedies that if something happened here, I know that people would rally around me here. But I don't expect somebody from, you know, I don't even expect somebody from another county, a town. Uh, people in this town outside to the gym outside the gym to rally around me right there's there is a certain level that you have to be a part of a, a group to have that happen yeah. and unless you're willing to get out and find seek the group then then you're not going to get it yeah. but those are also the people that you know they and I think everybody wants that but what I'm saying is there's people who they don't give a shit they're willing to go be homeless. And then there's other people who are like, well, well, we need to help those people. And you go, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, that means that you need to pay more taxes so we can take your money and, and do help something. Them. And you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But I don't want them to, I want them to hit rock bottom because I care. Yeah. I don't want to make them live in this purgatory that you're fucking making them live in because they're getting by just enough to be able to, it's like, I'd rather them hit all the way Rock bottom because there's some of some of them. So I don't want to say happy. I don't want. I don't want to get to that. But I think there's groups. They're that, not happy. Happy. The, the no only, one wants to live in a car. No, but or a tent. What? <laughs> Even if no, it no, is they're nice miserable. They're, I want they're, it for they're, they're miserable, right? Yeah. They're they're miserable. Oh, yeah. And but there's some people that allow that to stay that way because oh you can't run them off. You can't do this. You can't do that. Then they're just going to be content because some people are just amazing at being content with what what their situation is. Well, it's just like Tobin said, like, take away the government handout programs. And it's yeah, like, go back to my idea of pure evolution and nature. But those, it's like if you took out those handout programs they don't and a bunch it. of them died, though. That kind of would start to take care of the yes. problem. Yes, it would. But I'm not saying that's the best way. I'm saying. If that was what it was and they didn't have benefits, a you know, lot more homeless the same people. people who how are, much Narcan's been administered yeah, that fuck. if it wasn't administered, 
those people would not be a part of the journey right? on the system. Who, who's making And they would not be living in that squalor that they are now. And they eventually OD anyway. Um, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. I just, I think that there's a certain level to communities and like I am, I'm tired of having people tell me. Oh, what, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Almost spit on Greg's mic, dude. Don't do that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was in mid thought. You're like, hang on, <laughs> hang on a minute. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Jordan. I'm sorry. I lost it. Yeah, oh, damn it's, it. It's easily fumbled. Oh. You know, I'm not a running back with these. Uh, what, I, what I was going to say these things, is these words. What what taxes are are compulsory. <laughs> Like they're forcing you to support these programs where, again, if you went back to a this. totally free system, then you would be able to decide. You could say, you know what? It's almost Thanksgiving. I want to fill up a box of canned food and drop it off at the food bank. Hang on. Let R- me ask rather this. Than, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you're nailing keep it. But going. I want to ask you something about I'm, I'm trying to do my mic impression. But that, that, depends on, yeah. <laughs> that depends on sort of your level of buy-in into your community. Yes. And then you're going to want to know who the people are who are getting that food. And what they're and if you understand that they're trying to get back on their feet, and what can I do to make them exactly? Yeah. I and feel, guess what? That's that's virtuous. That's yes. true virtue. That's true virtue, as opposed uh, virtue. to like, oh, I, I donate to this organization that supposedly helps people, or I don't, and they fucking take my money anyway. Yeah. But I feel like they've done a much better job at uh, just putting taxes in the system. Like I get, I. Sorry, America. I mail and vote because I'm lazy. Maybe you don't this have a choice in Washington State, buddy. Oh, I I can only mail there's and vote. A, no, there's yeah. a, there's uh, drop boxes, but it's still. I guess there's, there's no in person place. There's like one in Everett. And Is it really? Yeah, I think. Oh. Do we one. go? Do we do oh, a live from sure. the field like Geraldo? <laughs> we should. <laughs> yeah. Just hammered drunk in line yeah. to vote. Greg's like, where'd my mics go? <laughs> We're voting. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, just but out there with a the generator. But like. Uh, like I just got to vote for a fire levy, and like there's, I vote for school things, fire levies. You just approve it all? Nah, it depends on what it is. But certain, flag but fucking, like yeah. all the gas tax or the four hundred five tax, like all these taxes get put into the bu- things we buy. It's not in what we're like. Hey, I'm voting on this tax. It seems like a lot more tax gets enacted in the state through the oh, things you put need. it on gas, put it on sugar yes. beverages, put it on, yeah. Yes, all our taxes and so it's like you look at what you're paying for, so much of that gets taxed. Yeah. And then like part of your taxes just all of a sudden become your state tax with like, oh, we need to do new road improvements, like a national or like a state the roads funded. Just get worse. Yeah, but it's yeah. a state funded thing where instead of like for your local county, it's just we're just enacting this new tax yeah. on your property tax. Yeah. And that's where your property taxes fluctuate so much. And you're like, wait, what's happening? And the higher property tax goes up, it means there's there, development. There is a bill in the Washington in state. state legislature right now that will allow them to raise your property tax by 3% every year. Yeah. How the fuck? Dude, when I first bought my house, my property tax and my mortgage was two Dude. grand. Five years later, it was twenty five hundred. And it's like, wow, that's you a lot. You know how much tea I'm to about go to up. throw into Lake Stevens, yeah. dude? Yeah. yeah, all of it. I'm throwing all. My no, we're tea getting into that Lake cat Stevens. shit coffee, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Hagen's, buddy. Get yeah. the good stuff. Just find oh. the supply ship that brings it over from Sumatra <laughs> and sink it. Yeah, there's a pet pros in town. Maybe they have a cereal. We'll feed them Folgers. Hey, this is like Stevens. We'll just get a raccoon. Dude, what if it's amazing? (laughs) (laughs) What if? Oh, shit. Start, like, being able to see 
you get superpowers from it in the dark yeah <laughs> like a raccoon yeah i have this weird attraction to trash but my night hands vision all the time. is crazy good <laughs> yeah. yeah you get awesome all of a sudden you just start freezing in the middle of when somebody shines a light on you oh uh, fuck <sighs> yeah. well this one fucking devolved no 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 <laughs> back to merlin yeah. and uh the the dark times <laughs> Gandalf. yeah yeah, yeah. great what what uh, what's the difference between then and now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Why don't you fulfill the answer to the question we've all been looking for? Yeah, was it like six hundred years or something? It's mostly birds. I also know. Hey, I'll tie something. What's in the that deal with love. the bird masks? Was that was that that was way after the dark times, right? That shit was whack. What the, the bird oh, yeah. mass? Yeah, you remember that. Like the, when they go through when they thought there was a pandemic, so they had these big long. Oh, that was pieces. bubonic plague. Yeah. They put crystals in the eyes too because they thought it ward off the evil. Spirits. No, that, you're, well, you're talking well, more recently, well. like the 1990s, right? No. Oh, never mind. Oh, bird masks. You bird, mean what? Bird masks during? Oh, the 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 black plague mask. They, yeah, they yeah, believed that it plague. kept yeah. it kept the germs further away from their nose. <laughs> <laughs> Back to masks. No way, James. Interesting. Uh, look We're at this guy. All together, huh? Fucking oh, bird masks, dude. Now I could tell you a little bit about bird masks, but I don't think you guys will respect my opinion. <laughs> uh, they did. They did crystals in there too. Yeah, they would put crystals in the eyes and stuff, and they'd look through the prism because they thought it warded off. I mean, they were bleeding people too at yeah. the time, thinking it Putting helped leeches them. on them to cure uh, but, disease. Uh, I mean, don't crystals? But don't maggots crystals and leeches hold- on gangrene turned out to be a fucking That's innovative true. thing. Don't crystals hold memories? Yes. Yeah, but bubonic plague beats crystals. <laughs> you need some fucking serious shit to beat that. It's popping up though in these homeless camps. The bubonic plague is yes. Shut the fuck up. Talk to me. Talk, yeah, <laughs> yeah, talk, yeah, talk to me, or goose. Those eyes, I can't say no. Yeah. Uh, oh, so in these squalor camps, and I think the first two they're re- living in filth. Yeah, and the first to report it on it was uh, Skid Row in California. Their homeless population there. So I had heard they have typhus, which is a precursor yeah. to the plague. Have yeah. they? Oh, they actually now have bubonic plague. They found. Yeah, and this was years ago. Oh, but shit, they shit. just found it up. I think in Portland is where the it go figure. I mean, yeah. what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Not poor Portland. It was actually at a strip club that you could get steak and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a homeless camp. Yeah, keep the Acropolis out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those Greeks. <laughs> We've got, got uh, executive level memberships there. <laughs> VIP. Go. Yeah. Speaking of our next sponsor, I wouldn't talk into that microphone. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be wiped down. <laughs> oh Get that pole cleaning, girl. Uh, yeah, but they find they're finding bad things. But also, I think about so you'll you want to talk about the dark ages, and a big thing in the dark ages was the stopping of cathedral building. And during the dark ages, we went from a global temperature that was warm to it got very cold and crop productions, everything really went in the fucking shitter. And Mm -hmm. you can see the stop of growth of a civilization due to the environment around it. I find it's interesting that we're going through a time now where climate change is happening. I mean, the climate's been changing forever. People are panicking as opposed to looking at the data and saying, oh, actually, we may be entering a period of abundance. 
of warming. But I do think, but you have to think if so much of your cities are built up on coastal areas and you want to say that we can all stop this by fucking driving Priuses. It's like, no, man, sea levels are going to change. Florida will be different. All coastal New York will be different. Sea levels do change. Yeah, that's history. This is geography. So it's like, but to weaponize it and use it as this is information once again because to go to the blanket is so fucking readily available now but so it's that much yeah. easier on one side to communicate for us to be uh independent and be able to make our votes and all that shit that you're talking about but it's also easier to be manipulated it's and they're using that in a fucking heroic fashion yeah. to manipulate the masses into thinking all this shit is happening that it shouldn't happen and we need to try and stop it and we're lining the pockets of the the upper crest of society well, I with, think, with our fears I think pollu- I think pollution is bad. I no think shit. you can look at cases throughout the look, look at that river where they're pulling plastic out of. <laughs> Any nobody looks yeah, at that yeah, and goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. But also guess what? Go to we fucking need the this to survive. and start cleaning it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what we could do. You know, well, we you can, can do that, but you can all fucking littering and just like, hey, those are those are ways in which like, I, obviously, it's not greenhouse gases. It's this and that and all these other things. But it's also everybody's drinking yeah, out of a fucking plastic wa- water bottle. Yeah. And that plastic water bottle is just every motherfucker is getting another one. Yeah. And you know how much like greenhouse gases it takes yeah. to pol- pollute that? that Some mean, guy yeah. said he could drive from one side of Australia to the other with, you know. The fucking whatever amount of uh, hydrocarbons or whatever the synthetic fuck? Yeah. materials are being created constantly. Like, yeah. quit quit buying bullshit. Yeah. Start buying leather boots. Yeah. Start buying fucking Wood. real fucking yeah. things. Yeah. Quit quit buying all this plastic, all this fucking horseshit. Drink your beer from fucking glass. Like a man. Know, like a goddamn man. You know, there there's a lot of things we could do on an individual level to like. Make those things small, little adjustments. Make your footprints, but, smaller, at, the, but yeah. at the same time, but at you the can same have time, a real conversation about what's it happening. It takes a lot of fucking money to do that. Yeah. Oh is, my god. Is there a yeah. reason why it's more expensive? But why is it more expensive than fucking? You go petroleum's get, get are a, easily manipulated. That's get, why so why much petroleum mass production. Why is a fucking yeah. Celsius fucking energy drink cheaper than water? Marketing politics. Oh, subs- subsidies for uh, soda. If, if it has but, sugar, but, the, in but it. that's what I mean. Like, it, well, it's a this all natural fucking thing, and they're saying like, oh, there's fucking like some sort of a then they're getting bullshit. a subsidy. Criminal or criminal uh, chemical in it that like or just the fact cri- that people are willing uh, to pay cyanide, for water, cyanide, right? and cyanide, 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 and, cyanide and all that shit. And it's like, again, fucking little TikTok videos. I'm fucking or not TikTok, but Instagram videos. I'm watching too much of it. I think I, no. I I reached my fuck. He's, he's, he's an Instagram <laughs> conspiracy theorist, guys. Um, but there's there is a there is a level of of uh, short circuit, dude. <laughs> I just short circuited. We've all been there. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, well, but no, you know, I think you, what you're talking, you're describing more dogmatic belief, which yeah, right they, back to the theme of the show. Exactly, which is, that's yeah, what I was trying that's to go. Exactly where he was going with that. Yeah. Fucking bird law, dude. Account yeah. <laughs> bird law. <laughs> You remind me of uh, Charlie yeah, on all. That's yeah, where was, that's yeah. Where I was going with yeah, it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, mm, that's good. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> gosh darn it! No, I think I think we are in a it, it. We're in a very weird time, and every 
every person that's ever existed, they've say, said this exact same thing. I think that's why this is fun doing this, and maybe we can do it better than anyone's ever done it in you the past what? because we have that much history of people in the past that through the Akashic Records we're tapping into on our 2D receiver saying this is fucked up. This At is the very weird. least we'll provide you guys some commentary on the collapse of the United States. Yeah, we'll be here. <laughs> play by play. The whole thing. <laughs> uh, I Dude. I wish that we had less technology. Yeah. I, I really do. Like it, it goes back to the sharp knives and fucking sticks thing. Like there's there's a happy fucking medium. Goes back to wanting to live a life chasing a herd of buffaloes with a bow and arrow. There's there's something special about Sounds like nice, the the nineteen hundreds, right? That like we go, Oh, the coolest you know, gnarliest technology you had was like look at these oil lamps that are like they self feed. Like, that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, when things were just, like, at the cusp of that and everything was very, like... Tangible still. Tangible. Yeah. And, and, and we were... But we were still living and we were, you know... I don't want to say prospering, but it, it was a different time. There was there was things that could wipe you out and you had to be... You had to live like you meant to live. Yeah. Well, you As had more to now when yeah, all think, you have to think do is... Like, think coming west or the fur trappers or whatever, like headed out into the wilderness. Those motherfuckers woke up with a purpose every day. Yes. And we do not have that. Yeah. We have this like, oh, somebody's taking care of me. Everything's easy. I'm going to roll over and look at my fucking phone for two hours because I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And that short, that people are wasting, the amount of time wasted today i guarantee you is way more yeah, we're back we're back wasted. to stifling innovation provide people with mindless entertainment and you stifle their creative and innovative well boredom abilities. boredom creates that's i mean boredom is a great thing boredom is the precursor to innovation and creativity boredom is creativity because yeah. boredom sucks so yeah. you're like i'm gonna <laughs> think of something that's why imaginary <laughs> friends are, are like not, like <laughs> playing with your toys remember as a do you remember as a kid when like the first time you're like i'm all by myself and i have my toys and Got my parents my are like and this is the best day yeah ever. your parents are like we have to pass four hours and you're like well i'm just gonna make this work and create yeah. little storylines i think yeah. yeah motivation is boredom and that's that's I, I, well I, I guess i need to be fucking bored more because i i find myself looking at this just goddamn staring phone at the phone yeah and i'm sucked in and that makes you so boring hard. You yeah, need to yes, be bored, not boring. Yeah, that's a solid point, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry, sorry, Podcast America <laughs> for being boring. Um, I'll work on it. I'm trying hard to not stare at my phone. And, fucking and fucking. You know, fucking do my thing. Uh, but this I'm is, that's you. life though. Like, that's why I say like a government should represent the environment where it's like, Everything is tough, and that is a way your life should be. I think that why we all have attractions to place like this and bettering ourselves is we find that when things are tough and we put ourselves in them, we become better at something, and that gives you a level of fulfillment. You know what we should do? What? We should go camping. Well, that's, yeah, it's called hunting. With, no, 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 no. No clothes. With the summer. (laughs) Yeah, is this Greek style? (laughs) I'm going to 300 you into this fucking lake. Naked and afraid (laughs) with the Neanderthal. Uh, (laughs) No. uh, There's going to be way more uh, afraid than We didn't sell a single spot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I, (laughs) 
we still have all these openings. Dude, could you imagine our casting couch for that? <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, oh man. No, if, if no, I think if we did like a uh, just like a, a camping trip where it was like, hey, let's bring let's bring five things. Hang on, there's one chick from Spokane who'd buy a spot. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. I listen to you guys every day. Um uh no, but if we if we went like and did a camping trip where it was like, okay, we're going three days and we're gonna have Is this oh. Boy Scout like when you become a Boy Scout master, you get a hard bo- one egg, one raw egg, a match, yeah, something a compass. Like that. Something like that. Yeah. And, and we just go out and figure it out for fucking, you know three days. Three days. And just go, okay, you know, this is it. <laughs> Six we're of not us gonna, died. We're, we're not yeah. We're, 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 we're not gonna die. But something like that would be fun. Final episode. You know what I mean? Like that would be a lot of fun. To go and just like yeah, because you know, the amount work. of thinking, the amount of thinking that you would end up doing, like without phones, without anything, you just leave all this shit behind. Fuck that! Just take minimal stuff and like where we went elk hunting yeah. up at that That's, pass. I like, dude, go, that place dude, it's magical. That's why I took you there. Yeah. I wanted to show you my two honey holes. One wasn't full of honey, and yeah. the other was. Yeah, the other yeah. one was full of horned honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, thick antlered honey, artesian horned honey. Yeah. Um, but uh, at yeah, least, I, I, at least if the government breaks down and we go balkanized, we can we can shoot those bulls. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be hard getting there. It's true. It's hard getting there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I, hunting's we, gonna suck if the should, apocalypse happens. Yeah, because everyone's gonna pretty be trying thin. it. Yeah, maybe we'll have to try human. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's an abundance. There'll be, there'll be Stock up on seasoning. Back to our Barbecue last. Sauce. Back to your last podcast, the old 1022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Two of the guns you need: 1022, <laughs> a 12 gauge, pump shotgun, <laughs> and then whatever. I texted Jordan this week. I was like, you know what, man? I was listening to our uh, our episode, and I thought, with all of the uh, tactical cool guys out there on YouTube and whatnot, I'm glad that when he and I decide to nerd out on guns, it's like, yeah. you need a 1022 and a pump shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you're going to get by. Dude, it was fun <laughs> listening to it because it's like, I haven't gotten to just listen. I always listen and it's like, I'm there, but it's like, I got to be just an observer and it was like, it was such a good one. Like listening about guns and just hunting stuff. Cause this is what we talk about. And it's like, I'm removed from the situation. So I just got to hear like, what do you guys think are the, I don't know. It just went down a shooting rabbit hole and it was good. It makes me yeah. think it's like, yeah, my cabinet's full. I have my 1022. I got my shotgun. What I got my hunting. Yeah. I got my AR and my pistol. It's like, I kind of have my cabinet complete. I like what I have, yeah. but it was a fun one to think too. Like, Cause you talk about dirt and different stuff. And I saw Dan today and we we're talking about that. Is it oh, staccato? They make like a 1911 double stack yeah. and it's $2,000, yeah, but it crazy. looks, it look, I love it's, 1911s. It's so it was like, I got me thinking about that gun again and I'm looking up. So it was fun to be like a passenger and not hear and hear my own voice and just kind of go on the gun ride. And yeah, it was fun. No, I, it would be, it would be, cool to get one of those dude those are oh fuck those yeah are rad but then when it comes down to like practical use i mean we're all running nine millimeter glocks you know? yeah so it's kind of like that's that's the most practical for us but i do i do enjoy the thought of a 
getting one of those fancy fancy staccatos or and it makes me wonder too like with our gun laws how we have restricted magazines if you can buy one and it comes with like a block or if you can even get one do they make restricted ones for our states i'm i'm sure they they probably washington california oregon i think are all the same so i think there's a block. All the big manufacturers make some. It's just going to make it that much easier when China lands. Yeah. Is it only Washington, practice Oregon, and California that have you that You just law? have to get out and practice your reloads, Mike Kozak. Mm-hmm. But get that staccato, dude. I would love People that. air rack them. I love 1911s. I do, too. I they're, think they're, it's a very well-balanced gun. I like all metal guns. It's kind of cool. Tobin, I mean, you have... I, just I saw a big I think they're impractical. <laughs> Like, Not, I, I get the cool factor. It, and again, and we're back to like, if you're a sports shooter and a, like, I like the idea of collecting like World War II era weapons and equipment. Um, but a 45 so if, for a brown bear or even a grizzly, I feel better with that than no. I do a nine. Mm-mm. 10 mil or 357. Yeah, but I mean, a 45 is bigger it's than so a nine. Slow. That nine mil it's is so just slow. ripping through them. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn the snout lock. Yeah, what you want to do, oh you want to get God. a heel pick. Yeah, dude. And it, well, fake for the heel pick, and then go into the half Nelson. You got to get over the opposite shoulder, under the armpit, over the top of the snout. What was that yeah. video? Snap down, and then just hang on. What is it? You next, sent next a, week. I'll show you the. Oh, clock so it was the the raccoon riding. Yeah, the you sent a video of that raccoon. It was like, what's your next move? It's like, uh, can you snout log them? Those teeth become a problem. Fuck yeah, they do. They're I'll fast too. <laughs> There's a lot of videos online of guys picking up uh, like badgers. Oh shit! Wild, yeah, That's, and they just like one guy's is this looking a stupid at it. TikTok challenge. No, it's like I don't know. I guess it's my hunting videos. I oh, say. Okay. But there's a lot of guys hunters, and one guy will be in front of one, and the yeah. other guy sneaks behind it, picks it up, and it's just this angry fucking badger. Dude. And it's like I oh. hope they get fucked up. You you know, for every video you see where they don't, there's one where <laughs> yeah. they got a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a couple. Yeah, there's yeah. multiple. Oh uh, shit, dude. Um, no, but to go to go on a camping trip where it's just very very basic shit, or it's like okay, we get a twenty two and five shots and a knife, ready? And the Boy Scout survival knife with the waterproof matches in it. Oh god, no, those things are horrible, dude. <laughs> the worst knives ever. A fucking hollow, Hang hollow on. handle. How much did you love those things? It had a compass in the handle. Oh, I thought it was and cool. it had yeah. fish hooks Rambo and knife. Knife. matches. When I was yeah. Ten years old, I was Fuck like, yeah. this is the one. This, this is the this is the greatest thing. That has ever happened in my life. It has, it, it has like camouflage paint on the handle. We were talking about this. <laughs> Get the, the fuck other, out of here. My dad, he goes, uh, when when I was five years old, my my uncle is hilarious. He gets me and my brother just a fucking smorgasbord of knives. <laughs> and it's just like we're, I mean, my brother was like, he's 18 months older than me. So he was like six or seven. I'm you know, five. And he gets us like, and they're like Bowie knives, like like some some are like ten and a half inches long. There's like daggers that look like the uh, yeah. the um, what is that? The scream knife, you know? Like yeah. there's it, it just and he just like here you go, boys. That and bull whips. <laughs> what? It was he was from that. He was locked in as the coolest fucking uncle ever. And my mom's just like, "What the fuck?" We used to buy daggers at the uh, the he, county fair. You'd save up like fourteen yeah. bucks, and you you get these like cool like you know just, they're kind of shaped like a mini sword, fucking probably oh, yeah. cheap ass steel knife. Yeah. yeah. But every year at you the county fair, I shit out of yourself with yeah. one though. Yeah. Then we're you know we're. Sixth grade, seventh grade, we all got these fucking 
nine inch knives that we bought from the fucking carny that, that was america in the 80s baby yeah did you guys get go some through, stink bombs and some poppets and fuck it's a good night <laughs> yeah, did you go solid through a weekend <laughs> yeah. did you guys go through a butterfly uh butterfly oh, yeah, knife butterf- stage uh-huh. yeah where you yep. would whip yep. it around oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah i i never had one I wanted one so bad. Oh. You never had one? You get no. those at the county fair, dude. You can go oh, or a Korean gas station yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a Scarface poster. <laughs> yeah, and a weed hat, a 420 hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a Tupac uh, fucking necklace. Yeah, and but we, so they, he got us those and just started me on this. F, F, I like knives uh, <laughs> because of it. Uh, <laughs> affinity for oh, these fucking knives because my uncle. And my mom would lock them all away in a closet. And my dad was so pissed. But you took them away. Well, no, no. Because or my pissed uncle, at your uncle for buying yeah, them for, for you. Yeah, for buying a, right. a four-year-old a dagger <laughs> and giving it to him. <laughs> and then, like, having to, like, hide them in the closet. Me and my brother would, like, sneak in and, like, they'd find us playing with knives. And, like, what the fuck are you, you know? I bought Lando a really cool Swiss Army knife for Christmas. And mm-hmm. Jen made him put it in the fucking safe. Oh, yeah. Mm. See, like... um, no, my dad was like, I swear to God, when he has a kid, I'm I'm buying him a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> 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 oh, he's so pissed. But, I mean, it, it took all of 10 minutes after my uncle showed us how to crack the whips for my brother to whip me in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That seems more dangerous yeah. to yeah. me yeah. than the knife. Yeah, oh, take yeah. an eyeball out. He, yeah, really he smacked me in the face with it. And then uh, <laughs> an- another time... And you never got a blood. When I was buying these, it seemed like a good idea. His his first uh, his first baseball bat, he got a, a, a batting tee and a baseball bat, and he's going out and he's playing with it. And the first thing my dad says is, "Don't hit your brother with it." Mm-hmm. And we walk out there, and he sets up the tee. Idea <laughs> confirmed. No, well, no, he sets up the tee, and I walk up, and I'm standing behind him watching, oh, and yeah. he fucking <laughs> swings one, wah, and hits it, and then brings the baseball bat. Back <laughs> faster than he brought it forward. It cracks me in the face, mm. splits my face open. I'm like, oh no. And I start like doing this and I'm looking and I'm not, I was a tough little shit. Yeah. So I wasn't crying or anything until my dad found out. And then I started freaking out because it was like, he dad's was worried. Dad, he told you not. Dad's pissed. Yeah. And he took the baseball bat and he snapped it over his knee oh, like shit. he was, like he was Bo Jackson. <laughs> oh, dude. I was like, I started bawling. I was like, oh, my God, Dad's so bad. (laughs) And I'm bleeding out the face. I have to go get stitches. And I'm just like, oh, oh. Dad snaps that baseball bat. And uh, to this day, my brother uh, blames me that he doesn't have an MLB career because of it. (laughs) (laughs) It broke him. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, I never got to play baseball because of you, you little fucker. (laughs) Sorry, bro. Checks out. Sorry, dude. He was like, I could have made it pro. Uh, never played baseball one day in your life, dude. <laughs> well, I tried. It's because he hit you with a wiffle ball yeah. bat. <laughs> I was a wooden bat. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah. Gentlemen. Well, we're going to call it on. Uh, I, I think it's time. We're, we're running out of steam and we're wandering wildly. <laughs> well, it just takes you back to the bats that they used in, in <laughs> the Amazon. In the Amazon. The Amazon. <laughs> well, it was probably yeah, well, the wood bag. is and much better with that soil. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah loamy, loamy, or whatever it is. Terrapretta. Terrapretta raised hardwood made in the Louisville bats. The movie Predator shot in the Amazon, right? Terrapretta. He comes from an ancient civilization, which is also Japan. And, uh, 
you're talking about dark ages and that's a long time ago too and it's dark soil yeah and they're darker people hey leave us a review guys <laughs> it helps us out <laughs>